podcast. Just dudes being bros. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite bros, Just Being Dudes. It's Jason and... <laughs> It's... Did you forget our names, Jason? Did you forget to include us in the podcast? We would never do something like that to you. It's Ethan and Jonah. Yeah. Bonjour. How's it going? bros. Also being dudes. Barely. Are you not, are you not feeling dudish today, Ethan? He's more of a bro today. He's having a bro day. I'm honestly thinking today's a man day. And I'll explain why. It's called mansplaining. So <laughs> how it works is a man is different because do you guys know that they're changing passport rules? I did not. Yeah, passport yeah. rules? Yeah, yeah. So I saw this thing that they're trying to make it easier because notoriously passports are like so annoying to um renew. Like you have to mail it in or, or do something yeah. ridiculous. It's the reason I haven't renewed my passport yet. And they're trying to uh, they're trying to make a change that to basically bring it into the 21st century. I have to read more into that, but I heard about it and I was like, "Wow, this might be the time where I can get my passport renewed and then go to Japan." Ooh, Japan! That'd be fun. Yeah, what I do you mean by 21st Japan. century? Are they making oh, them like, wait. like digital? I'm hoping digital, yeah. I'm hoping just not physical mail. <laughs> like never, something where you can renew. I don't see that happening. The government's well, not that hip. They're trying. I mean, who knows? But that would be really cool. Before we go further, though, I do have to ask Ethan. You, you, you're normally the man with a plan, uh, and you, you have a different greeting for each podcast. So, what, what do you have for us oh, today? Jonah, you missed it. I uh, said bonjour. Did you say bonjour? Yes. Wow. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. I missed that. Oui, oui, I'm French. What, is, what does bonjour mean? <laughs> it means hi. <laughs> Just like all the languages that I've said until now. Oh. No way. Okay, sorry. Way. Oh. Yes. So I'm French today, which is fitting f- be- because I love bread. Oh, no. I see what who else going. loves bread? <laughs> <laughs> the Norwegians love bread. But no. you know what? Rightfully so. I mean, I French bread, very good. Baguettes, strange name. Very delicious. Kind of fun to say the word baguette. It's baguette. Well, is it back? Bag- no, it's like you're probably right because it's not. It's not bagels. It's bagels. So it's baguette. I'm sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa! How dare you? <laughs> it is bagel. <laughs> no, it's bagels, and that's Jason. a proven fact. Yes, I'm here. I'm sorry. My mic is being weird. <laughs> oh, right. Your mic is being weird. You just don't want to sound off on this very important and controversial issue of bagel pronunciation. It's bagel. How dare you? I'm surprised he agreed with me. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's join that. Okay. What was I talking about before we went to bagels? 
Something oh, about bread. being French. Was, yes, yes. It was French bread baguettes. Um, um, bread is very, very good. I don't like how unhealthy it is, but it is so good. But they love bread in Norway, obviously. Um, and I think it's like some kind of rule that every household has to have a baguette holder. Mm-hmm. Jason, is that true? <laughs> a baguette holder. Yeah, uh, there are these really cool devices. It's actually kind of like you ever watch National Treasure and he puts the map into that holder that he straps around his back? They make those for baguettes. I want one. I, I we know. only have them on our bikes. We don't uh <laughs> wait. We don't we don't have them like like as a machine gun on our back. But but you guys have baguette holders on your oh bikes yes it's yeah. it's where it's see in america Classic. they use it to hold water bottles <laughs> but in, in norway they use it to hold their uh, that's awesome that is really cool jason i just if love finding guys, about norway if you guys ever come to visit me uh i will introduce you to our bread and it's not a baguette but it's oh. good bread trust me it has a nice crust Crunchy crust, and it's amazing. It's not softy bread. I, I'm a fan of bread. I was a fan of bread before I came here. I like bread. Who doesn't like bread? Most people. Most people like bread, but in America, you have to agree our bread is soft. It's chewy. I like and having my fine. teeth, Jason. You know when I bite into a crunchy bread, <laughs> it hurts, Jason. I, no, I can't those, fully bite into it. Those it's a are the French baguettes. Like not French after bread. I soak them in soup. How do you know if it's good bread? By the sound, by the crunch. Yeah, you can't crunch oh, American bread. You yeah. notice that? You notice how she's not like Southern? Huh? Well, he I was do. doing a French accent. So okay, was like, I was doing a ratatouille thing. You don't hear some lady being like, uh, you know how you know like good bread? It's because of the crunch, honey. That's because they're saying, you know how good you know good bread? If it's deep fried, (laughs) that's good bread. (laughs) That's the only way they get a crunch. I say they they as if I'm not still an American who grew up on that bread. Biscuits are good. Biscuits and gravy. I hear Dairy Queen has really good biscuits and gravy. See, I tried what? it. I didn't like it. I oh. didn't think it was that good. Why are they in the gravy zone? That's that's outside know. their their ballpark. I mean, well, if you think about it, ice cream being your only like avenue to make money can be difficult in the colder times. I mean, not for me. <laughs> not for me at all. We'll get into that why in, in a second here, but I can see other people that are very seasonal when they want to eat something like ice cream. Like, oh, it's summertime. I want some ice cream. I'll eat ice cream anytime. But Dairy Queen has then ventured into the, we don't just provide ice cream now. We provide food. We provide burgers and chicken. Yeah, they have burgers. Those are fun. Right. It wasn't always like that. When I was a kid, Dairy Queen was just Dairy Queen. You get ice cream and you leave. That's it. Hmm. But biscuits and gravy—that's like a far. Um... Well, they've all, they've also got other things for breakfast. But overall, my experience of everything besides Blizzard's has not been great at Dairy Queen. Oh, shut up! You've never had a Dilly Bar, Jonah. Isn't that technically ice cream? We're on that ice no, cream. No, I thought you said no. Blizzard's. 
Oh, Didn't he I'm say sorry. Blizzards? I was thinking ice cream. I probably said blizzards. My my apologies. Anything not dessert related, I've not had a great uh, experience with it. Dairy Queen dessert related. Okay, that's that's better. So kinda, actually, you oh, know, yeah. you're right. Not cheese curds though. Cheese curds are terrible. Okay, Ethan, do you like cheese curds? I do like cheese curds. Okay, where if you were to choose from uh, fast food restaurants that we have close access to, what would be the cheese curd uh, of your choice? There's only two restaurants that we have access to that have cheese curds that sure I can think of off the top of my head. Fast food. Did you say fast food? Yes, fast food. Culver's and Dairy Queen. Um, can you name a third fast food place that I can't think of right now that has cheese curds without looking it up? No, not without looking it up. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure there Dairy is. Queen had cheese curds, honestly. It's it's like it. if somebody took like a chunk of cheddar and like deep fried it and yeah, it's not great. It sounds kind of good. <laughs> it sounds kind of good. <laughs> you said the word deep fried and I'm I'm all ears now. Yeah, but not compared so, to Culver's. <laughs> Culver's cheese curds I haven't had in a in a minute. Oh, I think they have something called a curd burger, and I think it's like a big cheese curd on your burger and i don't know how i feel about that i don't think that'd be good honestly i don't like the burgers at culver's either <laughs> we should get off this i sound very very complaining this this time around we want to we want to hear about your your first world problems my, my pet peeves Oh, yeah. A golden gooey Wisconsin cheese curd crown stacked on our signature deluxe butter burger. Oh, that doesn't look as Wisconsin as it gets. Culver's, I guess. Um, is Culver's based from Wisconsin? Yeah. Is that the Wisconsin reason? Yeah, yeah, all the good cheese. Okay. Yeah. My, well, uh, what? Good. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, my, my... <laughs> I mean, it was fine at first. Okay. We had to drone it out. Should I? Should I go still, or please speak, Jason? Or I'm go just... ahead. Yeah, you got this. <laughs> my mom's side of the family is from Wisconsin, and we used to go up there to see them sometimes, and we would get real cheese curds, real mm. Wisconsin cheese curds. And if you guys have never had like fresh cheese curds. If it's fresh, fresh cheese, they will squeak on your teeth. Oh. Like, um, uh, I don't know what else squeaks on your teeth, but it will squeak oh. on your teeth when you eat it. Bro, I know exactly how to compare that. Pearls. <laughs> no, true, true fact. True fact. If you if you take a pearl and you put it on your teeth and you scratch at it with your teeth, if it's coarse. It's a real pearl. If it's mm. smooth, it's a fake pearl. So that's what I thought of when Who's, you talked about this. How cheese do you know curd. that? Who's putting a pearl in their mouth? Like, oh, this is definitely the real deal. Me. Every time I see a pearl, <laughs> I can't help but stick it in my mouth now. So, uh, because it's so fascinating and it's so true. And I'll, let me tell you, most of the pearls I'm coming in contact with are complete fakes and phonies. No. But I have, I have done that to a real pearl and it is coarse and i was like oh my goodness wow this is real okay so my next thing that cheese curds are the same way <laughs> my next question immediately is have you ever accidentally swallowed a pearl after <laughs> trying it no because it's never just one pearl is it jonah it's a necklace and if i swallow that i got like a whole other bunch of pearls to pull it back out you know what, but i what have line swallowed of work? 
<laughs> what line of work were you in that you were like chewing on pills, uh, pearls on the <laughs> Well, I was not a pharmacist, that's for sure. Uh, I don't think it had anything to do with line of work. I, I found out from someone. Just I don't found know them? Who told me this. No, Ethan, you could, this is a good time to come forward, okay? We know you worked for the mafia. That's what your family is into. With Master <laughs> Pearl theft, obviously. That was your responsibility. Oh, I didn't know it was from the 30s and the 40s <laughs> when pearls were the, the jewels. Well, you yeah. guys ever see black pearls? Not not Johnny Depp's? Um, no, and I have not put the black pearl in my mouth either. But you know what? No, we were talking Google about it. swallowing pearls. And you know what I used to... <laughs> you guys ever swallow <clears throat> things as a kid? Like nickels, quarters, no, pennies. Actually, no. no. <laughs> Not just you, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> man, <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you swallow quarters, nickels, dimes, a bunch of change, um, you that know how sense. like when when you vacuum something <sighs> up, you become the vacuum cleaner. I saved your life. But like, if you eat a coin. It has to come out eventually. You basically become like a coin. What was that thing? That's a wasp. I just killed a wasp. Why is there a wasp in our basement? This uh, I don't know why there's a wasp. In. Yeah, this crazy. We might have to do some editing here. I don't think you're going to get the straight audio there, Jason. I, I actually don't know why we keep saying that. We're not editing this. <laughs> we no, can't no, we're be not. bothered we're lazy. to edit this at all. Like, how much time and work it takes to edit this? People don't want that anyway. People don't even want us to talk, but we do anyway. So, look, we're just going to talk, and get, it's going to be fine. What if we get donations to stop talking? I should Yo. make that the highest Patreon level. <laughs> no, one-time donation of ten grand, you can Genius. get us to stop talking for at least six to ten months. And to Ethan's point, if you are the if you have spawn children, uh, they are authorized members of the United States Mint, and it'll cut back on costs. Hmm. Wait. Am I off? Am I off there? Yeah, I Is that definitely. Not what you were getting think, across? I don't think I said anything like that. I, I actually don't know what I was saying. All I was saying is. You eat a lot of strange things as a kid, and I can't imagine my parents trying to keep everything away from me. Yeah, you, ever, you ever look at a kid? They pick something up, and they immediately think that they should stick it in their mouth. And I don't understand well, why. Because that's your way of figuring out what things are. Yeah, <laughs> why do we stop? Like, when did we stop and why? Well, you know what's interesting? <laughs> I, Jonah, I could tell you, look at this wall. And if you imagined yourself licking it, you could imagine what it tastes like. But you've never licked a wall before. Why is that? But I bet if you think about it, you can imagine what that tastes like. Well, I was actually thinking because the texture is going to be different if I lick this half of the wall because it's got more paint on it than the other side, which is kind of a weird thought that I've actually thought about before. <clears throat> anyway. Now, I guess I'm have a not... painted wall. No, no, but, it's fully painted. But they like double coated a section, and I don't know why. It's a concrete. You. It's concrete. We're in a basement. It's a concrete oh. wall. So they definitely didn't do any like smoothing out or anything on it. It's got some I don't know, big chunks of is that just paint or like that's mortar. Oh, mortar. mortar. Huh. Yeah. Well, guys, this podcast episode is really supposed to be about <laughs> about food, which we've been doing well so far. I, we, I think. 
<laughs> this one's Don't about you know. Yeah. How was your week? You know, I had a passive aggressive uh, customer yell at me yesterday. That was pretty. I'm sorry, not yell. Kind of yell at me. Man, yesterday. I was hoping you were going to lead off with like the trip you took to Colorado and all the amazing no, things you no, saw that's, there. But that, that's under the radar. You just went you full know, depression. Okay. Yeah, no, we're not going to worry about that, you know. I mean, I went to Colorado, and that was awesome. I have some pretty good pictures from it. It was very enjoyable, very relaxing. Um, we did a lot of hiking, which actually, speaking of that, so Jason, what, what elevation uh, do you live at currently? Do you know? You're going to make me look stupid on the podcast. Okay. No, because I'll be with you. Jonah, I don't know what elevation we live on. 400. Why? You know that. Because oh I was God. looking, at, I was researching because I'm hiking at 8,500 feet above sea level and we live at 400 foot sea level. When you go up that high, you're dealing with like 70% of the air. Like, so I believe we're like 14 PSI here. Like that's the amount of air, like air in oxygen in the air, I believe. Or, I forget how it goes. But anyway, uh, Matthew is much better explaining this to me than I am explaining it back. But and anyway, so in Colorado, when you're hiking at 8,500 feet above sea level, you're dealing with about 70% of the oxygen that we would have here at 400 feet above sea level. So where that becomes a problem is when you're hiking, so you need more oxygen, but you have to take more breaths to get the same amount of oxygen. It's not ideal. I, my lungs were sore afterwards. Also, I got sick. But overall, guys, do we want to start this? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I think all that I heard out of that story is Jonah making excuses as to why he was breathing so hard when he was on top of oh, the mountain. It's it brutal. It was like five <laughs> foot hikes, and I was done for the day. And it like took us took me four hours. So man, that it must be really low air quality here too, because I <laughs> four <laughs> to five minutes in, I'm also done with the hike. So it's got to be the air. Yeah, but anyway, so that was fun. That's what uh, I did in Colorado. And I, then I, I got sick Saturday night, and yeah, so that was kind of miserable. So, what? Uh, I, I heard you rented something cool there. Uh, yeah, we talked about that, didn't we? We I rented a Tesla, and that was surprisingly disappointing. So how so? It was okay. I was all excited for it because it's got really great acceleration. Okay, zero to sixty was way too much fun way too much fun anyway but the problem is is i didn't like all of the information being in the center console screen whatever whatever that's called i didn't like have having having everything there because i'm driving like this and i need to look off to my right to see what speed i'm going to set my cruise control all of that i like having my little information panel right right past the steering wheel i much prefer that i thought they um, had like a like a heads up thing for that Maybe they do on the later models. I had a 2018 model. It wasn't. It wasn't only a 2018. Yeah, yeah, only a 2018. But but did did, did the acceleration at least live up to expectations? Oh yeah, no. Or? We went. I, I may have, <clears throat> not not that I admit to it, but hypothetically, if we would have started at zero and gone to 60 in like three seconds, I did get thrown back in my seat. Like I could not quite get out of my seat. It, it was it's difficult to move in my seat while. Now, hypothetically you couldn't hypothetically yeah. yeah not 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 saying it was but hypothetically wow that sounds fun though so oh, yeah. instead of g-force is that called t-force <laughs> <laughs> that was good i like that do you think uh you think you went so fast because of the less amount of air resistance up there <laughs> oh, no i don't Actually, I do have a question here. Is, are Teslas actually aerodynamic or no? 
like like the model Y or whatever. Is that is that the only me that has that question? Apparently. Okay, that's fine. I mean they're curvy. Yeah, but I mean I think they're <laughs> made as aerodynamic. Let's not add this discussion. Let's I move mean, on. I mean like their tires, if you look at the way their tires are designed, like the way yeah. that they have like the slits and everything in it, and they ugly. claim they claim it's for being aerodynamic, but I mean do you truly looks. know <laughs> do you truly know if anything's aerodynamic unless you do like the testing on it, which who's going out there and testing that? Like these companies can say whatever they want. Yeah. And like well, who's gonna go fact check it? Not I will s- I will say that on the drive back to Denver, because um, we were staying about two hours away. But we're going down like so. You go up the mountain on the way there, and then you're going down the mountain on the way back to Denver. It's pretty cool to watch the Tesla recharge because it's basically just recharging for an hour straight of just going mm. downhill. So the friction, it's recharging the battery. So we actually went up. Cool. Didn't go up much, but it was like two or three percentage points. But it was kind of cool to see that. That is cool. Uh, yeah, that's that's really cool. I I like Teslas. I like technology, so I would like to have a Tesla. Although there's lots, you know, back in the day it was like just Tesla. Now all these companies are basically doing their electric offers i just heard a story once that and i've always wanted an electric car but i think it'd be hard to have if you have a family just having one electric vehicle or just just only electric vehicles there's like there is a story of someone i think it was in arizona and you know how like dry it can get and how how quickly fires can happen Mm. and i guess the guy basically came home from work and like this big fire was starting around like their their property and his vehicle was not charged and his wife's vehicle was not charged and they were stuck and they couldn't do anything because they only had electric vehicles Uh, luckily luckily the fire ended up going just completely around their property it almost really made like a circle around them which is truly incredible but the point remains that if you only have electric vehicles in in a case of an emergency like that, what do you do? You know, like that 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 part's tough because that takes time. It doesn't take time for for gas, right? You can fill it up, you can save it somewhere. But even if you have stored energy somewhere, if I have a power wall with stored energy, it's going to take time for my vehicle to get that charge. And if you're in an emergency situation, you might not have that time. I thought you were yeah. talking about like uh, like he came home and there was like a fire in the laundry room. And it took me too long to figure out you meant like a big like forest fire. Yeah. And that was the real yeah. danger. Cause I'm like, wait, why are they running from like <laughs> a stove fire? No, forest fire. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. That was the other thing is I did notice like when it drops like extreme temperatures, like whether hot or cold, like I know the Tesla would lose usually between set like fifteen and twenty percent of its battery over the night. Just keeping it at a current because it was, it was dropping down to about twenty seven degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. So when it's below freezing, so it keeps it at a, at the very least like thirty three degrees. So like it would burn through like fifteen percent of its battery throughout the night. Norway has like a, a huge percentage of electric cars, and yeah, in the winter time, everyone's always talking about how their range is uh, a lot lower because I mean they even sell like I think Tesla sells some, but uh, they're like battery blankets. And you're supposed to lay them over the the battery. Well, these are on other models. I guess the Tesla battery is underneath or something. But you're supposed to lay it over the battery and it keeps it warm uh, throughout the night so you don't lose a bunch of charge. 
Okay, bye, Jonah. Battery blanket, like over the the entire car. You said? No, just over the the engine compartment. This these are on other models. I looked into buying an electric car for Christine, and mm-hmm. the one I looked at had the battery in the you know where the engine would be. And oh, that really? one, that one you could get, yeah, like a like a warming blanket for your battery. Teslas, I have no idea. I, I think those are underneath, aren't they? So they are. Yep. Yeah, they're they're under under the bottom. But I I mean, so pros and cons, right? You always have pros and cons with almost anything. And I would say the pros for me probably still outweigh the cons. I mean, the fact that I could walk out of a store and press a button and my car comes and picks me up like a valet um, is something that I would love to have. It is nice being able to manipulate things in your car, at least just having it warm up. Like you can just manipulate that all from your phone app. That'd be, that's pretty cool. That's and very, uh, very true. The cons are if the apocalypse comes, you know, you're screwed. You can't, you can't get out of your city. The zombies are going to get you. <laughs> uh, I think you have more issues at that point, but anyway, yeah, there's there's definitely cons. And Ethan. they're expensive right now. How was your week? Guys, let's go back to food. <laughs> that's what my week always involves. So I bought something called a Ninja Creamy. Okay, this is an is ice blender? cream. It's not. It's an ice cream maker. But okay. it's almost like a blender because regular ice cream makers you basically have this cylinder that you put your um i'm just i'm gonna call it batter it's not really batter but i can't think of the Ooh, right word no that's wrong that sounds I, wrong. I know but i you know what i'm saying like you mix things together to create this base and you put it in a cylinder and then you put it in this machine that rotates the cylinder and you have ice around it and that creates ice cream that's the regular homemade ice cream way sounding this sciencey this machine is a bit different. You create your base and you put it in this um, jar and you let it freeze for 24 hours. That's the downside is you have to wait 24 hours. But once it's fr- it's frozen for 24 hours, you take it out and you put it into the, spe- the special Ninja Creamy device. And the way that it blends it, it turns it into ice cream, <laughs> like this creamy ice cream texture. And it's really, really cool. And then you can mix things in there, gummy worms, Oreos, chocolate chips, whatever you want. So, so far, we have made orange ice cream, which tastes like a creamsicle. We've made lemon ice cream with some Kit Kats. I've made some regular vanilla with uh, chocolate chips. And I made some chocolate ice cream with orange flavor to it and just regular chocolate ice cream lemon and kit kat that's not um how was that it honestly wasn't bad like it's it sounds okay. interesting yeah it but does. it it wasn't hmm. bad it basically i use the same recipe but there's all these kind of extracts most ice cream takes vanilla extract it's very right. common in like baking recipes too but there's oh mine was actually mint ice cream sorry i use mint extract there's a mint extract lemon extract orange and recently I bought one called maple imitation maples, what they call it. So I'll think about making like a maple ice cream. So you have this machine. It's been a while since I've made ice cream, but we used to have like a bucket and like um, 
a churner thingy. Yeah, right? the, the style I was telling about in the, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't remember taking 24 hours. So normally it would just take a couple hours and then you They have, don't. Those styles don't. That's so, what I'm trying to say. It's a different style. So it's yeah, not I like understand a it's a different cream. style. But like if you put it in the freezer and it freezes for 24 hours, doesn't that just make it ice cream? Well, it makes it a it makes it a solid block. So the way that the that the machine, the way the paddle is designed and how it mixes it, it turns that solid block into a creamy texture, like okay. a creamy ice cream texture. Because if you just blended it, it'd just be a bunch of chopped up nothing. But it blends it in a certain way that it, it comes out creamy, which I guess is the reason why they named it the creamy. It's, it's really cool. So anyone who goes to visit Ethan, you're, they're guaranteed like at least, you know, a Sunday. Hmm. Well, the only thing you can do quickly is milkshakes, which is pretty cool. Hey, you can just, yeah, you can you can make milkshakes on on the spot by just taking your ice cream and putting some milk in there and having it mix it together. But I did buy multiple of these cups, and I have had people over where we have like the first night we all create, everyone creates their own different kind of ice cream, and then the next time that they're over, we turn it into actual ice cream because it will have that time in the freezer. So I'm having people create their own ice cream and it's it's definitely been interesting that's where the oh, lemon and kit kat came from getting like pampered chef party vibes but with <laughs> ice cream and a, and a ninja creamy so yeah you guys heard it here if you're in southern indiana hit up hit up ethan you're guaranteed a free milkshake don't get your expectations high you're not getting a sunday milkshake okay people it's free wow get what you get i like it Okay, well, Jason said it, so I guess it's happening. Um, I don't remember making this invitation to everyone and giving out all of this free food, but no, no, no. Sure. I have to, I have to make the invite for you because I'm coming there in a couple months now, and I just want to make sure oh. that it's like documented before I come. That way, when I show up expecting a milkshake, I have like proof. <laughs> That'll be well, so fun. We can do a in person, everybody in person podcast, like live in the same room. It's gonna be great. Special episode. Make sure to subscribe to the Patreon to get it. <laughs> yeah. So for the seven people that listen to this, you guys can get free ice cream. Since this obviously won't be going any further than that, just know. Shout out Ethan's mom. I will make you guys ice cream. Yes, and that's actually where I was heading next. I am currently in the works of trying to figure out how to make an ice cream that she would like. She likes dark chocolate and orange flavor. Hmm. So that, that's that why I was, I was testing. Absolutely, I've chocolate with the orange taste totally works i just don't know how it works with my device so that's why i was testing some chocolate orange recipes but the problem i think i'm running into is that the orange extract makes the ice cream taste again like a creamsicle it gives it that flavor that's not the kind of orange that i think i'm going for with 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 the chocolate ice cream i think it's more of a i probably have to get oranges and zest I have to yeah. zest that flavor into the ice cream because that will give it a way different orange flavor than a creamsicle. I was just so, going to say, could you like chop up or zest, I guess, like actual bits of orange? Like that's not yeah. weird. That's that's doable. Well, and then you zest lemons. You zest, lots yeah. of food has zest, but uh, I think that's what I would have to do. Uh, I just don't know if I do that into the batter before I freeze it. Or if I do not batter, sorry. If I do that into the base before I freeze it, or if I do it after it's frozen and then mix it in, uh, that that part I just I don't know. <laughs> like how this just devolved into like cooking with cooking with Ethan episode two. Hey, don't 
get any hopes up of the cooking being good, but it will be inventive. There was a time where I cooked two different pizzas and I sandwiched them on top of each other. Right. So you, did I tell you guys about this? No. So in college, I took these frozen pizzas mm. I, and I, and I put them on top of each other. So you have the cheese sides facing each other, which means now the top of your pizza is just a crust. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that put sauce on top of that <laughs> and cheese on top of that. So it was like a pizza sandwich and guys, it did not turn out well at all. <laughs> I think the idea is golden, but I think my execution was subpar. It was too much of a lead up for that disappointment. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Hey, we, I would like our listeners to try it at home and tell me if it works. Like, my question immediately is like, so how is that different than a calzone except for the ends being open? <laughs> because the top of it was also like a pizza, Jonah. <laughs> so it's an evolved calzone. Oh, okay. Come on, Jonah. Let's Just be creative wild here. in college, dude. <laughs> dude, it was <clears throat> insane. I was... I had early classes, so I was in bed before 9.30 p.m., and I was up at, like, 6 a.m. Whoa. I was nuts, dude. <laughs> I actually was. I'd always yell at my roommates that I was just trying to go to bed. <laughs> Couldn't imagine. <laughs> Jonah, what's that like now when I'm, when I'm up way late and uh, making tons of noise in the basement? Eh. Good. You sleep heavy. That's good. I was gonna say I'm, I'm a pretty, usually pretty heavy sleeper. Listen, yeah, I'm guys, thankful for that. At never times. have any murderous thoughts. Honestly, never any murderous thoughts. Never. Remember when you talked about your passive aggressive customer? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Seems like that's wearing on you, Jonah. I was just so impressed with his like ability to be like, oh, at least I'm not you know broken down on the side of the road or anything. You just ruined my party. It's like oh. Okay. Hey, uh, you never Hold got up. to actually tell the story, Jonah. Yeah, you didn't tell the tell whole it. thing. No. Oh, come on, Jonah. You, come Jason on, you piped it up now. when I was going to tell the story. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> please, please continue because now I'm invested. That sounds funny. Um. So I'm a, I, I subcontract some of my lawns. So I'm not the like. I don't know the customer. I just show up and I mow the lawn. So we're getting into like we're like what a two months into a drought or something like that, or is it one month? It's been a long time since we've gotten some rain. But anyway, so we're not really cutting grass, but I was told to keep keep going to this house. So I get there, and there's like probably six inches of leaves on the ground, like this like thick carpet of leaves. And I was like, I guess they just want me to mulch the leaves. So I hop on my mower, and I go do it. I finish. Oh, sorry, yeah. I want to just, because not everyone understands this. What What's mulching a leaf? Just it's, so that the audience knows. Driving the mower over top of it, and the blades mulch the leaves. So when you're saying mulch, you mean literally you're just cutting up all the leaves into little bits. That's what yeah, it really is. It's okay. testing, but for leaves. <laughs> well, I, I understood what well, it was. But, is, you know, yeah. I well, it's making the nutrients understand. easier to absorb back into the soil. That's normally why clients have us come mow the leaves, is it allows the, the nutrients get diced up and they break down easier and help your grass out. So. Interesting. Yeah. Mowing with Jonah. All right, Jonah. <laughs> get back to your story. So I mulch them. Then I load up and I go back to do some other properties because I have more than one in this subdivision. So I'm, I am I usually go and mow everything. Then I come back and trim each one. So we get to that one. We're about to start trimming and blowing, just kind of make things look nice. And the guy comes out and he's like, what are you guys doing here? I was like, uh, well, uh, we're here to mow. He's like, 
I thought you guys were done for the season. I was like, yeah, pretty much. It's probably like the last cut. I don't know. I'm I'm just the guy who mows. Um, take that up with your general contractor. I don't know. Um, anyway, he's like, oh, well, you don't need to do anything in the back. And he goes over and looks in the back and saw that I've already been there and mowed. And he's like, oh, oh, you guys already mowed today. I was like, yeah, sorry about that. And he's like, ah, oh, it's okay. I was just going to have a leaf party. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, Hey, I mean, I could be broken down on the side of the road or something, but hey, no, just my leaf party was ruined. That's all. I was like, oh, okay. And then I got back in my truck and left. But was he like genuinely upset or was he like trying to play it off? I think he was genuinely upset, and but he was like trying to be nice, and it just came off so passive aggressive. That sounded like a threat, man. I would have checked your <laughs> truck after that. <laughs> well, yeah, anyway, this was the running the joke running joke between me and Joel for the rest of the day. Just randomly it's like, man, but just really messed up his leaf party. Like he was invested in this leaf party. I don't even know what a leaf party is. Yeah, what is a leaf party? <laughs> I I told Jonah that I think a leaf party is where you bunch all the leaves up together and you jump into it. But I can't say that I've ever seen anyone throw a party over it. I mean Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that that's kind of strange because the party normally implies you're inviting people to it. That seems more of like a personal thing, like between you and your lawn. You know, <laughs> I, I don't 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 involve the neighborhood in your lawn leaf party. It's just strange. Was it like and, a was it like a ton of leaves? He said it was like six inches deep, Jason. Like it was a carpet six inches deep, covering probably <laughs> for reference, uh, probably like a. 300 by 200 area so i mean it was a good good he area. could have had like 20 leaf parties with that amount of leaves and jonah came through and i almost <laughs> up i mean he could still rake it it would just be more powdery than leaves but you know i think he could, been fun he could just go get more leaves though like everyone's probably raking their say, leaves oh right like you, you could just more get leaves fall. <laughs> like you could just get more dirt or like just go get rocks <laughs> come on like you I can't mean, do those things. See, like when you have a job, you can't just Jonah. When you do a landscaping job for somebody, what do you? What there's dirt all around us. Yet, do you just get dirt? No, you got to go pay for that. It's ridiculous, right? Well, yeah, but there are reasons for that. Like, ain't nobody gonna go out there paying for leaves. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just get more leaves. What are you gonna steal your neighbor's leaves? What if they were gonna have a leaf party? What are you, the raccoon of the leaves? You bribe them, bring their leaves over. <laughs> Did you say raccoon? Did I miss something? Raccoon of the no. Leaves. <laughs> Raccoons are always stealing stuff. You ever uh, see them walk up to like oh, a, a cat bowl? They just like they like take yeah. the little paws and they grab it and they just oh, run away. Oh my gosh! Have you guys seen this video? Is it the little girl that's like, look at all these chickens? <laughs> no, it's only the best raccoon video on the planet. Oh. oh. Eyes are in front of your computers. Here we go. Look at this video. This is the okay. best thing. I send this at least once a week to the family group chat. Oh. I have a serious question. Does your family group chat despise you? They hate my guts. <laughs> but that does not take away from this. Video. Oh yeah, I've seen this. Yep. Oh no, yes, come on. Don't sir. hit me with that. Don't hit me with that. Act like you sir, like it. So our listeners, because you can't see this, 
it's this raccoon that is just chomping on these grapes and he he just keeps grabbing it one by one and the human goes to try to take one of these said grapes and the raccoon's like he puts his hands over he's like ah, no 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 these are my grapes and when he puts the grape in his mouth he then looks up at the human and chews it in his face it's actually quite funny it's very cute it too. Is like funny. raccoons are very cute but I just, I still, if I had to pick an animal like that, that was, I'm going to say exotic. I'm not saying raccoons are exotic, but for pet wise, I would still pick a skunk. Nah. What would you pick as your exotic animal pet, Jonah? Mm, you know, that's, that's tough. I would want a squirrel, believe it or not. Squirrels Ooh, would be. Black squirrel? Gray squirrel? Gray squirrels are super common. Red squirrel? Flying squirrel? squirrel? Probably. Flying squirrel, no. <laughs> I feel like that would be its own problem. Oh, oh, sugar glider. That's like sugar gliders are cute. Those are cool. Yeah, I just saw a video the other day of a guy chucking his sugar glider up in the air. That that puppy just glided on down. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it kind of weird that we use these names like puppy for different things? Just like I say, hey guys, even if it's like a bunch of girls, like it's just a term that's that's used universally. Puppy's one of them. <laughs> Jason, what kind of exotic pet would you have if you could pick one? Exotic pet, uh, blowfish. A blowfish, like a not like okay, one... no, not blowfish, like like pufferfish. Are those the same? Yes, I knew. I I, I think I, either I think one works. Yeah, I, I knew what you meant. Yeah, but to do that, that's the hard. I would say. That's harder than anything else because just the whole aquarium aspect of keeping something that's in water, I just feel is harder. Probably. You got to pay. And like these aquariums get so heavy with, with all that water weight. And then if it breaks or has issues and don't get me wrong, super cool. I love aquariums. Like legit, if there was a Louisville aquarium, I'd be there. That'd be like one of my day locations. I don't, I don't know that I would brag. <laughs> if there's an aquarium, like a zoo, where there's a lot of kids, I will be there. No, I just mean in reference to like, I would take, that would be like somewhere that I would enjoy looking at all the different creatures. Oh. And bro, if they, not that any aquariums do, but if they had a orca, a killer whale, <laughs> that would be so cool, dude. No, Orcas, Ethan. No, no, orcas are like the tigers of the sea, dude. It's it's a fact. Bro, you can't like orcas no, anymore. It, orcas are canceled now, man. Have you Wait, not what? seen black blackfish? I haven't seen blackfish. I heard it was. It's a documentary, Jonah, and I hear it's sad. I don't know what it's about, but we can't be it's canceled. About orcas. Well, I like orcas, and I'm orcas, not going to stop liking orcas. Orcas are, I know, apex predators. But what's interesting is like, so they they're rivals with great whites, right? And so no, no, orc, I heard the orcas were the great whites of the sea. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That's that's the saying we're looking for. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Well, no, I was going to say orcas won't eat the entire shark. They will just basically bite out the liver and pull that out and then leave the rest of the shark to just float away. Specifically okay. the liver? Specifically the liver. That's okay. because they are like, they just play with their food. Mm-hmm. Like after they like they will just they won't even eat the seal, but they'll like I heard like they'll like um like take their tail 
and just launch that puppy like 50 feet in the air and just like be a menace for no reason because they can. Mm -hmm. And I think if I was, as a kid, you ever like swim in a pool and like, (laughs) and like, you just like, you kind of like look down to the deep end and you're like, Oh, there could be sharks down there. Imagine you're out in the ocean and you're just swimming and you look down and you just see an orca looking back at you. Bro, bro, the, the ocean's a scary place, man. The the ocean's like the desert of the sea. <laughs> we need to stop this. <laughs> it's worse. It's getting steadily worse. <laughs> no, this is our thing now. This is a thing that I've I've coined for this podcast. Jonah, you are a basically a certified scuba man, though, right? Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> let's let's yeah. not say any more, Jason, for predominantly legal reasons. But yeah, carry carry on with the question. So you've got your your license, maybe you're almost or something. How many times have you actually gone scuba diving with that? Uh, well, technically, that's not in the training for the course or anything. Like after oh, you got license dives. and everything, I've done four dives. Four yeah. dives. Post license, yeah. Post license that I may not have passed, but let's not to get into the details here. Okay, let's move on. Okay, how many treasure chests have you found? You know, let's not talk about it. Also, this is a, probably as good time as any to say, uh, Ethan, I'm going to Florida for a couple months. So, are you going? Is that in- where you go on these <laughs> business trips? Yep, weekend trips. Gotta get that treasure chest. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Cool story, bro. <laughs> okay, cool. Yo, that was a sick story, bro. <laughs> bro I, every time I think yeah. of like treasure hunting, I just think of Matthew McConaughey. Oh, I, th- I think of Nicolas Cage. So. And Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and they should team up and make a movie. Actually, yes. Wait, <laughs> what movie did Matthew McConaughey Sahara. Okay, I'm lost. Yeah, it's a movie that basically takes place out in the desert, but it's like a treasure hunt for this boat, this really old ship that had a bunch of gold and stuff on it. Anyway. All right, listen. If no one else has anything, I have a post we need to talk about. Oh. Actually, I'm just going to read it. Oh. And then we can talk about it. Does that sound good, guys? Sure. I guess. You clearly don't want to do this. I have no idea what this post is going to say. No, 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 no. no. This, I'm, this, this I'm post is funny. Open. This post is funny. Uh, this was posted on Reddit like eight years ago. I remember seeing it way back when, and it's like, um, it's like one of those um, cemented Reddit threads that is part of Reddit. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Anyway, listen. Ready. Last night. My wife's boss from a brand new job invited us over for dinner. Okay? We can all relate. On the no. drive over, my wife reiterated many times to me just how important hold on, it was. Hold on. Time's out. Time, time's out. Time out. Before, <laughs> That's it. It's over. Before we even get going. Jason, no. None of us. Me and Ethan don't know what it's like to get invited out by our wife's boss because we don't have wives, you jerk. Thanks for reminding us. Okay, carry on. 
You good? You got the meltdown out, or do you want to go longer? I still would like to have my meltdown, <laughs> but I will hold it for a later date. <laughs> okay. My wife reiterated many times to me just how important it was to make a good impression. I scoffed and arrogantly informed my silly wife that I always make good impressions. My wife's boss is a single lady in her 50s, so it was just the three of us. We chit-chatted over drinks and salads and seemed to be really hitting it off. She laughed at my well-timed, perfectly appropriate jokes, and my wife seemed pleased. Soon she brought out the main course, a nice big juicy steak for each of us. As I began to cut into my steak, I was discouraged to discover how undercooked the steak was. That we can all relate to, yeah? Mm-mm. Wait, how undercooked was it? Just how undercooked. <laughs> we don't have, <laughs> we don't have to get into the weeds rare. here, guys. Everyone just agree that medium rare is the temperature that we should be shooting for. Yeah, yeah, I'm agreeing. Anyway, carry on. Now, I've had my fair share of rare steak. I prefer medium, but I can handle rare. This was several minutes on a hot grill short of rare. I probably could have resuscitated the cow, and I tried. (laughs) Instead, I sat there fidgeting with my knife and fork, worrying about how I was going to get away with not eating the steak. Blame veganism? No, I'd already feigned great enthusiasm upon seeing the steak. Just then, our hostess excused herself to the kitchen to take care of some dessert preparations. As I looked across the fancy dining room table at the open window of this third-story apartment, a cartoon light bulb appeared over my head. I knew I had to be decisive, realizing that she could return at any moment. I committed. I grabbed the steak with my hand, gently shook off the juice, and executed a perfect throw right through the center of the open window. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Here's the mistake. The window wasn't open. (laughs) It was the cleanest window you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) That is, until my mostly raw slab of steak slammed up against it and slowly slid down, leaving a trail of bloody juice in its wake. That, yeah, yeah. Such an idiot. My wife, whose steak was a nice medium rare and was unaware of my predicament, turned, jaw dropped, and stared at me like I was an alien from another planet. This look then slowly morphed into more of a, there is no place on this planet you can ever hide from me, expression of demonic anger. (laughs) My wife's boss heard the thud of the steak on window impact and came quickly. She took in the scene, the steak sitting on the windowsill, the blood trail, my empty plate, and then gave me an inquisitive, puzzled look. (laughs) I just didn't know what to say. It felt like a minute of silence, but was probably three or four seconds. (laughs) Finally, the best I could manage was, I, I'm so sorry. I'm such a klutz. I don't know. I was just cutting it, (laughs) and it, it slipped. (laughs) Just ask my wife. I really am a klutz. Right, honey? (laughs) No help coming from that direction. <laughs> I'll clean this up. I can't believe it. I'm so sorry, etc., etc. Both women conti- continued to stare at me like I had escaped from the loony bin. As I smeared the blood around the window with my cloth napkin, dusted off the stain, <laughs> and continued to mutter my incoherent explanation, I knew no one was buying the story. <laughs> I knew what I had to do. I sheepishly returned to my seat and proceeded to eat every bite of that disgusting, cold, chewy, bloody, raw steak. 
Wow. I remained pretty quiet the rest of the evening. My wife's only two words to me since the incident are, I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's a really good story. I'm I'm kind of jealous it's not my story. But at the same time, because it's just such a good story. Like it is. (laughs) <laughs> is it really yes yes even all of the wording that was used like steak on window impact <laughs> the, guy's a, the guy's a good writer he was a very very good writer it was yeah captured me surely i, I mean but <laughs> the funniest part it's just the fact that it would have been so much easier just to say, hey, um, can we throw this back on the grill for, uh, I just like it a little bit more cooked. That would be less embarrassing than chucking a steak out the out window. A window. I mean, how do you explain a full steak? And then when she walks away and comes back, it's gone in the first place. <laughs> like, how do you even explain that? <laughs> like, you, you gotta you gotta remember uh, this 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 came from reddit right these are not the most socially uh able people no but the thing is it's not a half bad idea <laughs> i was siding with the guy a little bit in a sense of like what do you do did i, did I tell you guys the story about how my mom used to pour her food down a vent a vent vent <laughs> That's why I felt this so believable. Yeah, my mom was very picky eater when she was younger. And my my grandpa was one of those people that was like, finish all the food on your plate. So she hated like, I think it was peas. So when he wasn't looking, she'd take her plate and she'd shovel the peas into the floor vent. (laughs) So it was totally believable to me. That if you can't finish your food for some unknown circumstance, rather than tell the party that you're not going to eat it, throw it down a vent, chuck it out a window. <laughs> I just imagine, like, every time you guys have peas, your mom's just there and no one else in the house can hear the whole clink, 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 clink. <laughs> Mom, I am sorry for ousting you here. This is probably not the platform. But again, just take solace in the fact that only seven people are going to know about this like literally no one else will hear it but i thought it was yeah. a great story and i mean at least you never threw your try to throw your steak out a window like not yet this but there's really, still times this is wow. more of a, of a compliment to this woman's window cleaning skills like how clean do that have to be for this guy to like like full confidence just chuck it expecting Man. it to go through Shout out to you. Very, very clean window. Guys, with that, I think we have reached our time. That was a great way to end on a good story. (laughs) It's been another week of JDBB coming at you live. We seriously, guys, do have a Patreon page. Not that we we expect any of you to go there. But if you've made it this far, you obviously like listening to us for 55 minutes. So... um, we do have a Patreon, Patreon, and actually I realize a lot of people don't know what Patreon is, so I'm just going to quickly kind of say what Patreon is. Patreon is like a platform that you can crowdsource and get behind creators, um, like YouTubers and things like that. If you support their content, it's a way for you to show your support, 
by by giving money. <laughs> TLDR, we're on the street corner, but online. Yeah, actually, that's a great way to put it. We just created it for fun, not thinking anyone would subscribe. But if you guys really did, um, it's like a subscription <laughs> model. But here we are. Thank you we're for not you. expecting anyone to give us money, but hey, if you want to give us money... Well, it's a subscription model, so I realize some people, if they, if the thought ever came into their mind to give us money, they might not want to do it on a monthly basis. So next episode, I'll give you guys my cash app. And, <laughs> oh, one second. No, wait, actually, I'll tell you what. I'll give it. I know you guys are clamoring for this, so oh, I'll, I'll give uh, it. Absolutely. <laughs> my cash app is uh, at mitch that's m-i-t-c-h one five five one so if you guys want to send a one-time donation one more time m-i-t-t no 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 it's just mitch m-i-t-c-h one five five one this has been car talk and no way wrong show this has been npr i look we appreciate you guys thanks for tuning in tune in next week to figure out why ethan's online username is mitch for everything true all right see you guys thanks for tuning in to just dudes being bros we are already yeah